Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to Kids and Tell, an itty-bitty podcast about a show called Kids in the Hall that I somehow managed to shoehorn into a conversation at a banking networking event last week. Oh. The sketches are coming alive right before my eyes! <laughs> <laughs> we'll be reviewing every episode with witty banter and unmissable segments like Why is Kevin such a sad sack? And <laughs> no. surely the kids don't... <laughs> and surely the kids didn't invent pirates speak. I'm Kalina McCordoff in London, England, and I'm joined by Stu Derricotic and Trevor Record in Vancouver, Canada. Hello! And Hans the Gift Man Siderman in Prince Rupert, Canada. <laughs> so we'll be reviewing episode 12 of season 2, which aired on March 5th, 1991. So let's kick off with our sketch rundown. We have got a police department starting us off, where Bruce admits he just really wants a bubble bath, because sometimes in the middle of a hostage-taking, you have to think about your mm. own needs. Um, <laughs> Kevin's sleeping, uh, where Kevin admits he's the least favorite kid, but tries to wow us with how good he looks in front of a fridge light while sucking on a pickle. (laughs) 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 Exposing the affair. Uh, Sister-in-law Scott Thompson forces wife Dave Foley to confront her husband about a well-known affair with his mistress. Her attempt to attack his deflection results in Hildegard admitting that he had his own chance with her on prom night. Not a great sketch, but did anyone catch that these are also Bobby's parents? Oh, damn. Good background. Extra points. <laughs> <laughs> um, stand in the New Style, a very 90s rap video about people standing in weird positions and then <laughs> talking like pirates. <laughs> Vegas, on a faraway planet, a son asks his father about a place they call Vegas. It's soon revealed that the father, Mark, was <laughs> MC Johnny Go, who was heckled off the strip, and his son soon learns how easy it is to fall prey to stage fright. Um, that's followed by Christ as a carpenter. Archaeologist Dave Foley reveals artifacts proving that Jesus was a pretty shitty carpenter who made two-legged tables and chairs with no back support. This is such a Dave thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's such a Dave thing. I know, it's so good. Um, then we go into police department uh, second take where Mark's daughter wants to be a cop too but she's probably a bit too young. Mm-hmm. Um, that's rounded off by bathroom support group where a group of men are trying to give up their diction to urinating. I like this one. I thought it was weird. I don't know. It's funny. It's Why? Funny. Oh, my dear God. Okay. Um, so let's dive in with a segment I'm going to call. Actually, no. You know what? I'm, I don't even have a topic to peg this to, but I just want to talk about the stand in the new yeah. style rap video. <laughs> There's no topic. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> Um, it feels so out of character for the kids, um, in some ways, but like, Hey, like at least some racial diversity and they're not using blackface. Thank effing God. We did it. it. (laughs) But mostly it just made me feel like this is like a sketch that should have been on Saturday night live rather than kids in the hall. Um, and, but like, and you know, it did get catchier as time went on, but why did it morph into a joke about (laughs) pirate speak? Discuss. (laughs) Okay. So. I am so glad we're talking about this sketch because I fucking loved it. Um, 
totally going on my list for future sketches to show others. I don't know how <laughs> I had not remembered this sketch Weird. existed before now. Yes. Everything about it is so 90s, it hurts. I love it. The names, first of all, of the new styles are amazing. <laughs> Whiskey Dog, Noblesse Oblige. Like, I feel like they were just... Sat and also, okay, so I feel like they were also satirizing a style that was starting to gain popularity around that time and would have shown up in other shows like In Living mm -hmm. Color right around then, you know? And that was... And they're just kind of sending up that style, but they were doing it in such a loving way because you can only nail it that perfectly yeah. if you kind of love it a little bit so um also i feel like this was original source material for so many shows that came later so tim, tim and eric or the eric andre show because you could have taken this sketch and inserted it into either one of those shows 30 years later and fans would not even question it they would totally eat it up it was so like weird and random and ahead of its time. And I also have a, a pet theory that maybe the pirate speak thing at the end was what inspired National Talk Like a Pirate mm. Day. So there's just what? No, there. I, that's, that's a it bit doesn't of a have to be true. I don't care. I believe it. <laughs> uh, I love this sketch. I love this sketch. I love this sketch. Oh, Continue. Stu, tell us what you yeah. thought. Yeah. I mean, Kalina, I do like that you characterize it as an SNL style sketch. Uh, and it definitely has that vibe of like the digital shorts yeah. we see later or just like kind of like the fake like you know it has that difference in like camera angles and cuts but to me that's a good thing I love SNL I always have you know you can see Lauren Michaels wormy little fingers all over both of these but <laughs> wormy little fingers the wormy little fingers the filters the subject the pacing they're definitely outside of the usual kids in the hall mold but I love it. I think it was really well executed. I love I love the weird left turn where the new style turns into pirate speak and they wear flowy blouses for some reason. It took me three listens to that to realize what was going on. <laughs> oh my God, Kalina. You're just like... Dave and Mark look like they're having so much fun at that point. I too. love that. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, and I'm with Hans. I love the way you put it being like, it's one of the best non-mainstream sketches I've seen oh. so far. Like when you talk about introducing people stuff to it, you go like... Head Crusher or Chicken Lady. I'm like, this is totally a sleeper. It's fan yeah, it's the hipster I, select for the best. But it's of also one of the few like musical uh, songs that aren't by Bruce. Sorry, continue, Trevor. Oh no, no, I, I was just gonna agree. I would say I think if I can play devil's advocate here, like the reason maybe it doesn't make it to many people's best of lists is just because it doesn't seem like the kids in the hall. So it like we've name dropped <laughs> many, many different other sketch shows. It would not feel out of place on many of them you know i could even see this like it's like this show like, like this shows that they were just a couple years ahead of their time because i could even see this being on like the ben stiller show or mr show which were like almost contemporaneous you oh, know totally but, oh yeah yeah it does yeah. not seem very kids in the hall mm -hmm. at all you know the thing i love about it um that hans pointed out it's like a in living color parody but again it does that kids in the hall thing where it's not a direct parody it's just sort of like of that style in general and i thought that like nebulousness was a really nice new like nuanced touch to take to that approach you yeah, know I mean, good takes guys i'm really surprised how like much love there was for this sketch the, i want to point out that there was a couple other i was literally just like looking up the names of some of the other styles there's the lazy girl <laughs> the billionaire <laughs> the let's go uh, just cash, you know, just, uh, I fucking love that. So, um, with, yep. with all that positivity, let's move on to a segment about Kevin's lack of self-confidence. Oh, yay. Oh, no. Yay. Way to, way to change the energy in a room, Colina. So 
let's. Uh, so a couple episodes back, we had the Scott Variety Show where we saw Scott indulge in his alleged obsession with himself, and this feels like the complete opposite uh, of the Kevin sleeping sketch that we get this turn, um, in which Kevin announces to us all that he knows he's not the most popular kid nor the sexiest. The way to remedy this in his mind is just to cast himself in a good light, which he uh, (laughs) very um, literally realizes is in the dim shadows of a midnight pickle snack. Um, So despite some like light and perhaps more internal chuckles, more than anything, this kind of just made me feel a bit sad. Um, Was he actually the least popular kid? And like, if so, why acknowledge that? It, like, in the middle of season two? Like, did that sad sack character work for any of you guys? Um, so, Trevor, start us off. Oh, boy. Uh, so, as we on the podcast learned from a friend of the show, Paul Meyer's book, One Dumb Guy, <laughs> available on Amazon, <laughs> uh, Kevin was constantly struggling to get his material on the show. Like, so he, he was always being denied uh, his own solo bits. And there was apparently even, like, a running joke where they're like, I don't know, we need to get three more of Mark <laughs> and Bruce being cops in this episode, Kevin. Um, But, like, when he is given the chance to get his own solo material, like, what do we get from him? Like, him eating in a shower or daddy drank or at the bottom of the barrel like this. So it's like, well, Kevin was really setting himself up for failure the entire time. (laughs) So sorry, Kevin. You know, he doesn't really play this kind of thing when he's acting with other kids in in like group sketches either so it's like maybe he really just doesn't even like the spotlight and he self-sabotages intentionally for some reason I, the, your your mentioning of that he had trouble getting his sketches approved by the rest of the kids makes me wonder if like the only reason though that we are seeing sad ones when he does get the chance is because those are the only ones they let him have which is such a cruel interpretation of of why we're in this mess like essentially him like, getting these sketches is just an act of bullying on, on on the part of like mark and scott well exactly i'm at they're like okay we'll let you have this sketch where yeah. you make fun of yourself you know what i mean like i wonder if he if a lot of his rejected sketches would have been more kind of what we would expect maybe from kevin i but i don't because it's going to come to a point where we have that sketch like it was like the holiday beard and that one is really Mm. good so i don't know like and and you know like i guess we usually see him come out in really good form in in duos and like we have heard about how he was like a really a really good partner to act with and maybe like that put him more in his element and you know because like we get bruce kind of you know he's like the brash punk that like doesn't give a shit and you know scott can really obviously do like buddy cole amazingly dave has got his shtick where you know he just like doesn't mm. care but just like will put like a shit eating grin on his face and it works mark and you know like mark kind of can can is just like really adaptable so maybe i don't think that we get as many kind of individuals from him either but it's just it's just interesting to think like what is his default mode but but, when, but actually okay so then i will jump in and say that that you know with this particular sketch it's definitely it felt more sad than funny and just as i demonstrated there it's a really fine balance that's hard to nail when you're doing that self-deprecating kind of thing like but self-deprecating comedy, I feel like, can be great, but it it weirdly needs to be delivered in a way that you know the person saying those lines isn't actually bothered for it and doesn't believe it. And and when it feels like it's it hits too close to home, it just ends up feeling a bit desperate. 
Um, I will say though that I did like the way he looked in yeah. the toaster. I thought it was a good look. He kind of oh, yeah. looked like a modern day Nathan Fillion. So you know That's he good. wasn't entirely wrong about. Yeah, this is some sad, sad horse shit. <laughs> like, I, I feel like this sketch is an unholy combination of Kevin feeling insecure about his place in the troupe, being low key envious of the other kids, and channeling all of that into passive aggressive self flagellation on a stage. Let's not forget. Kevin would let his dad beat him up so that the guilt would eat him alive. He has no qualms about throwing himself on the sword. And, like, Kevin's comedy persona is just kind of sad. Like, you said, Hans, there's a lot of self-deprecation in comedy, but Kevin tends to gravitate towards this, like, sad meta-comedy where he puts down his own creation and, like, abilities. So, like, yeah, I saw where this one was going, and I often, you guys know I often like the, the dark stuff, but this one just made me feel gross and like kind of bad for him and like tired i know this is one of those things like you just you feel like all you want to do is like lift him up in your arms and cradle him yeah. but now i'm thinking that's what he wants <laughs> yeah I we know. still love you our sad boy kevin though <laughs> no pickles for you <laughs> don't reward him so <laughs> I, I i don't know if i've mentioned <laughs> i don't know if i mentioned it on this show but a few months ago i did see kevin perform stand-up and a long extended period of it was him basically complaining about how Dave and Bruce got a lot more oh, female no. fan mail than he did. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, Kevin, that's like 30 years ago. Like, Dave's not getting that kind of fan mail today. You let it go. Well, also, oh, yeah, God. there's nothing's more of a turn on than someone moping about how other people are more attractive than he is. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> And on that hot note, let's choose our standout sketch and worst uh, with a rating out of five. Um, worst sketch for me was uh, between bathroom support group and exposing the affair. And I'll have to give it to the latter because um, while it had some solid characters, they had no solid punchline. Um, where's Bobby when you need him, you know? Uh, so one out of five burned mm. hotel receipts for me. I... I will stand up for bathroom support group. I think it's really funny. The guys are standing up to the tyranny no. of their bladders. No. They don't want to pee. I just no. it does it does not have it does not have enough material to like deserve to be that long. I yeah. I like it. It's so weird and long. Yeah. You know, like for best sketch, like stand in the new style has been stuck in my head. Stand in the new style. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> but it's like not really a top seller for me. Like I don't think I'd show it to people as a representation of kids in the hall. I mean, Vegas is surreal and mostly a holy form sketch, but it's only really amusing to me that than than funny. Um, I do have to give this one to uh, Mr. Dave mm. Foley in Christ as a Carpenter. His solo sketch is just like it's so hilarious to think that Je Jesus only turned to religion because he was a grad mm. a bad craftsman, um, but also stupid because wood rots, and obviously we wouldn't know. Um, That's so a, it's a, such a Dave <laughs> Foley kind of sense of humor too. It's like what if Jesus Christ wasn't very yeah. good at carpentry? Uh, think about that. Uh, for a you gotta have a fallback. You gotta have a fallback. So four out of five mystery spice racks uh, okay. for me on that one. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Four out of five. Holy That's shit. wild to be. Yeah, on. you are you okay? Do you need to be send someone to your house? Are, are you, you just trying to be absolved of your sins? You can get do to we um, what is do this? we need to call the national mm -hmm. health service to send a, an ambulance? Are you sneeze if you need help, Lena? <laughs> sneeze if you need help. Trevor, weigh in. 
<laughs> oh, for me, the best sketch definitely goes to Vegas, which I will give four and a half men in cheap suits who drink their paychecks and sweat money out of See, five. Why aren't you guys calling that out? <laughs> it is really uh, great, and he's correct. It's a it's a great sketch. I, I like to think of it as actually probably the sort of thing that Mark and Bruce did constantly before they joined Kids in the Hall, almost because it's just they're they're playing off each other so well. Where mm. like Mark's got this kind of character of like this weird space age mm-hmm. what stoic father and like <laughs> yeah. bruce plays this like child that wants to impress his dad so well but it's all about like this group of people that founded a new society after like the dad got heckled off a stage in las <laughs> vegas it's a it's a tribal hero story right like, yeah it very much is yes <laughs> what was it like there's a, like a line where bruce is like my my jokes are varied in their topicality yes <laughs> they, uh, they are strong and true <laughs> So yeah, that one that one's good. Uh, I'd give honorable mentions to stand in the new style and also bathroom support group, which is good and funny. No, and I'm not. standing against the yeah. tyranny of you bladders. It's yeah. good. Um, War sketch goes to exposing the affair to me. Uh, it was more sad than anything, but I would have given worse to Kevin. Uh, but it's not a sketch. He's just being Kevin, and it's not a sketch. <laughs> Zing, Hans. <laughs> Uh, for me, the worst sketch has to go to Kevin sleeping. It was just too sad and awkward for me to really appreciate. So I give it a lowly 1.5 Midnight Pickles out of 5. Um, as for the best sketch, to me, it's a real toss-up between Stand in the New Style and the Vegas sketch. <laughs> um, another line that from the Vegas sketch, Trevor, that I absolutely loved was, Hecklers, I have heard of this breed. They live in trailer parks and eat canned <laughs> peas. Um, and also at the end when uh, his dad is heckling and it's going really well, he says, Father, your heckle, it glows, <laughs> which is just great. Anyways, I loved both of them, but they're they're so they're both so good, but in very different ways. And because of that, I'm just not going to decide and I'm going to let them split the prize. Both of them get four out of five or four point five whiskey dogs out of five. Do the whiskey dog. Nice. Do. Billionaire. Do the whiskey. Noblesse oblige. I'm with Hans here. I absolutely love the new style, and I loved Vegas Colony. Uh, you guys already mentioned my favorite lines from that. I like the, my jokes are strong <laughs> and true. How about this one, uh, uh, Stu? Tell the- me the heckle that sent our people here. It is my birthright! <laughs> 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 the, everything about it was just so good and unexpected. I really loved it. It was something both like so familiar and so foreign. I thought it was excellent. And uh, there's something about the mutual, absolute commitment between Mark and Bruce. Like, it is kind of a dumb premise, but it's just mm-hmm. really elevated. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Worst for me, it's probably Please Love Kevin or the Police Department Bubble Bath, which I thought were both, was, uh, sorry, I thought was sad and yes. frustrating, respectively. Right. Uh, well, that I think that's like, I mean, obviously I'm the outlier because I actually had a good opinion, but I think <laughs> it's the first time that most of us agree on something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. This also this was a bomb episode. There were so many good ones. I, I did. It was yeah. a tough. There were some bangers. And there was also Kevin sleeping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for our episode 12 review. Join us next week for episode 13, which will be hosted by Mr. Hans. Woo! In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod or on Facebook at Kith and Tell. Weigh in on your favorite sketch and enjoy some delightful gifts. You can also send us emails. The emails. The emails at contact at kithandtell.ca. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Email. Ha!